you are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. Glad to be back in the seat tonight. You know, with you all, I'm so happy to be here, but I definitely want to shout out Keith L. Underwood. Thank you so much for holding it down for me yesterday. Yes, yes. Applause, everyone. Applause. Thank you so much to Keith uh, and and Chris as well. Chris Gunther, who was the contributor yesterday. Another round of applause, Andy. Another round of applause. And and shout out to you guys. I appreciate you guys coming through and still, you know, rocking with us. And Andy, thank you as always. Yes, that Beyonce, I'm a diva. That is the perfect conversation. That's the perfect segue. That song right there is the perfect segue to the conversation that we're going to have today. Uh, which I'm very excited to talk with you guys about, of course, with our contributor of the day. Listen, there have been some interesting things going on in the news. I mean, when when are, when are they not, though? When are there not inter- uh, very entertaining things happening in the news? Well, uh, it looks as though Keefe D, Keefe D Davis, who is, uh, remember, he has been arrested in connection with the, with the charge uh, or the murder of Tupac Shakur, it looks like he's now pleading not he, he pleads not guilty. It's just interesting that a lot of people have are pleading not get like they when do you find somebody who just goes there and says, you know what, I plead guilty. But on that note, guess who did who just changed their mind all of a sudden someone changed their mind. One of the officers uh, in Memphis who was uh, charged, you remember one of the five regarding the Tyree Nichols. Uh, killing the the five officers who were involved with that. Well, one of the officers who originally pled not guilty has changed his mind to plead guilty. But this is obviously because he is uh, working with with the with the with the ops, and he is uh, he has now changed his mind. So that definitely has happened as well. That was pretty shocking to me. Um, also. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, this is interesting to me. I, I think I would like to see this happen. But Whoopi Goldberg, is it's being reported that she's interested in casting Jennifer Hudson in an upcoming Sister Act 3 film. Now, I'm a Sister Act fan. Here's the thing. I am a fan. Okay, the hair is getting a little out of out of control. But I'm a I'm a fan of Sister Act. I mean, um, I, I definitely enjoyed one and two. If you if you all remember, there were so many people who were a part of those films, and Whoopi Goldberg was obviously amazing in it. But to cast Jennifer Hudson, I don't know if this would be like sort of a, a um, the 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 opposite of like a Lauren Hill. Like where where would she place her? I mean, I know it's a, it'll it'll be a brand new character, but I'm interested to see how that could work. So, but it looks like a Sister Act 3 film is in in the works, so that's very exciting. Andy? She can sing. Jennifer Hudson can sing. I'm and not she taking that. Act. And she can act. That's why I said I'm excited to see it. I'd be very excited to see it. Um yeah. I, I want to see Sister Act 3 anyway, just because I'm a fan of the franchise. But, yeah, put put Jennifer Hudson in there. Let's see what she has. Let's see what she got. Um, okay, so also, what? what Andy? You sure you want a Sister Act 3? Yes, yes. Because you know about sequels. I and- know, I know, I know, which is why Lorenz Tate the other day said that he doesn't want to do Love Jones, exactly. right? No, I totally get it. The thing is, though, there are some that could use 
a little, you know, you know, some more sequels. You know, there's a few. I mean, so one, I think part one of Sister Act was just okay. Sister Act, Sister Act 2 was a lot better. So I feel like, you know, y- y'all could afford to do a three. I ain't mad at that. Um, Missy Elliott has sat down with Robin Roberts, and she's reflecting on her career in hip-hop as she prepares to become the first female rapper inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That This is just this is so major, really. I mean, if you just sit and think about it, hip hop being in the 50th year of hip hop this year, the fact that you have the first female rapper to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just so major. This is going down. And we all so many people love Missy Elliott. She is so unproblematic. (laughs) I love that about her. You never really see her tied up into drama. Only people who only time you really see her is when she's being praised or she's performing, but she doesn't bother anybody and she's inspired so many people. So she definitely deserves this. Um, The ceremony is taking place. Lucky, luckily for you, uh, New York people, people who are there. Uh, this is happening at the Barclays Center, November third, this Friday. She's actually going to be performing, but she's also being inducted alongside twelve other figures. So that's pretty exciting as well. And a number of people are performing, but you can watch it live. This is uh, happening on live stream on Disney Plus at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and so um, very, very, very exciting. And congratulations to. Missy Elliott. But um, I think we should go ahead and get into the Rob Report, Andy. Let's do it. Now it's time for a breakdown. Well, let's break it down. Okay, so here's the deal. (laughs) Here is the deal. I'm very excited to talk about this. This is one of those types of conversations that I feel we could kind of really, really get into. Um, Beyonce Knowles, her mom is actually speaking up. And I love Mama Knowles, Miss Tina Knowles. I love her. Uh, But she's, she's talking about her daughter's um, sort of behavior when she's during when she's touring and when things are hectic and all of that. And she called her daughter mean. She actually says she says they laugh about it. She says they're mean. We're going to talk about that because what does that mean exactly? Uh, we'll break that down for you on the other side. But we're also going to talk about Quinta Brunson, who is, um, you know, she's the creator of Abbott Elementary. If you know that show, uh it's done so well. It's won a lot of awards at this point. And uh, Quinta, she is doubling down on the fact that she does not, she will not do a school shooting episode. And it's so weird because she's saying fans are asking her to do an episode of a school shooting. Because, you know, Abbott Elementary, obviously, is, is uh, surrounding a school. The, the, that's what this whole thing is about. But uh, she's doubling down on that. I think that's just very interesting. We're also going to talk about the Kims, the Kims of comedy. If you haven't heard about it yet, I'm going to I'm going to break it down for you. Is this something that we are looking forward to? I want to hear from you guys on it as well. And we will have a question of the day for you on the other side as well. We're going to get to it all. Uh, on the other side, you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. So I started off by putting over in our chat uh, right now. I want you guys to go ahead and uh, answer this question. The question really is about black women. Are black women bosses synonymous with being mean? 
Okay, why are you laughing, Andy? This is a that's I think that's a, actually a very valid question. It's very valid and <laughs> I think so because I've heard it for years. I've heard it for years, but you know what? So far, you know, uh, you know, a few of you are answering and you say no. Um which is very interesting, but I guess we'll figure that out and talk about it. Well, yes, yeah, somebody agrees with me. Somebody says says yes. Um there are a bunch of different traits that have been synonymous in my opinion with with black women and uh, and and being a boss, and what I mean, just just the person who's in charge, you know, and how they have to be, how they have to carry themselves. Well, right now, uh, Tina Knowles, thank you, thank you all for agree, because I actually say that I agree. Thank you all for uh, joining in with me. Here's the deal, Miss Tina Knowles, uh, she is. Now that the whole Renaissance tour is over, as you all know, Beyonce went ahead and uh, she 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 boosted the economy in the in the entire world. Let's just be clear. Uh, she did that because, um, you know, she went on this tour and it's now over. But remember, we have a movie coming. She put this all in film. It's the smartest move I've ever seen. She did that. And uh, it's just very interesting that now her mom is speaking out. Miss Tina knows who probably did not miss one concert or maybe a handful of concerts. Uh, she she was she visited the Sherry Shepherd show and they're talking about Blue Ivy's performance. They're talking about Beyonce and uh, Miss Tina Knowles has this to say about her daughter and how she acts when she is in work mode. Let's take a listen. Right, Nina, what is what is she? Doing? You know, we we laughed about this recently because I was saying, girl, you get really mean back there. <laughs> I'm really happy that I don't have to be back there anymore because I used to do the quick change uh-huh. and she would just be, it, we, we laughed because she used to do um, flaws and all and she would say, I'm a, in the morning and I'll be like, in the evening too. <laughs> that concert going. And then she, after we get off, she'll say, mama, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I know. And sometimes she'd be crying. I was like, she crying because she knows she just said some crazy stuff to us. But that's the heat of the moment Absolutely. because you're trying to get your shoes on. And everybody's waiting. And, you know, if somebody is messing up or they lose the shoes, then you, you mess it. up the whole show. So, so I understand. Okay. I mean, and this is coming from her mom. So you can't necessarily be mad at that. Her mom is saying that she she's mean uh, when she's backstage and all that stuff. And what she was referring to, if you don't know, that song called Flaws and All, uh, she's beyond one of the, the song. One of the lyrics in Beyonce's song says, I'm a B in the afternoon or, or she said, I'm, I'm a wreck in the afternoon. I'm a B in the afternoon. And uh, her mom is saying, no, you'll be pretty much all the time. Well, anyway, uh, here to discuss on the line with me to discuss this entire topic. Let's welcome back the Chris Gunther from the Chris Gunther show. You are you are doubling up on the Rob report again. Chris, how are you today? Robin, what's going on? Appreciate you for having me as always. And you are 100 percent right. I'm doubling up. But <laughs> I look at it like I look at it like this. If you call me, that means I must be doing something special. Hey, you know what I mean? I I, I appreciate that, and uh, we all appreciate you as well and, and all of your insight. And so this will be an interesting conversation to have with you. Um, for the most part, uh, I have my own thoughts. You heard the clip about what Miss Miss Tina Knowles said about her own daughter, that Beyonce is is mean in the back, you know, when she's in the in the back b- backstage and she's getting ready. She's doing her quick changes and all that. Um do you feel, number one, as I'm asking over in our YouTube, do you feel that black women who are bosses are synonymous with being mean? What do you feel about that? 
I feel that black women have to put their foot down in the workplace in any kind of industry. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce has a standard of what she will and what she will not settle for. So for, you know, people to label her as being difficult, you know, you don't become one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time by sitting up here letting everything go. And sometimes you do have to put your foot down and become that B word that, you know, it's mm-hmm. unfortunate that that's how a lot of times people like to refer to themselves as. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't hear anybody saying Taylor Swift is such an easy person to work with. Mm-hmm. So, I-, I mean, let's just keep it real. Beyonce is the queen for a reason. And sometimes the queen got to put her foot down. I mean, look at what this woman has accomplished since the age of, what, 16? Mm-hmm. So, hey, and now her mother who I've never met, but I would love to meet one day. She seems very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. Mama ain't going to lie, okay? If mm-hmm. the mama call you something, <laughs> you can take that to the bank. She the one that birthed you, that whooped you, et cetera, all right? <laughs> so if mama say that's what you are, then that's what queen, you that's are. What you are. <laughs> you know, I don't doubt that. She says, you know, Beyonce would cry sometimes to say, Mama, I'm sorry, you know. Um, but you know what? There was, I'll never forget this. This is something that I've actually had to go back to in reference. Beyonce did a documentary in uh, 2013. It was called Life is But a Dream. And she talked about how her father, when he was her manager, how he raised her to be. She says, uh, after she parted with her her dad as her manager and she began to manage herself and become her own boss and she started her own company she said she has such a, a profound respect for her dad because now um she knows what it feels like to have to be assertive and have to not take anybody's bs because she is a woman she is black and she had for so many years she had her dad to sort of um uh, handle all of that for her to sort of step in front of her and protect her from all this but not having him anymore people I'm sure would think that they can kind of get over on her so she says she learned that and and this is paraphrasing I won't get it exactly right but she learned that um you have to basically assert yourself and so even if people do think that you are mean and um and and that's okay just as long as you're fair she was like I just just be fair you know that's that's her her biggest thing and I was like, I respect that so much. And it makes me, you know, and I'm sure many other women, many other black women specifically who are on the rise in their career. It makes you feel like, you know what, uh, sort of given permission in a way to say, you know what, I, too, can be assertive. I can put my foot down. I can, you know, no matter what you guys see, no matter as long as I'm, I'm operating with good intention and I'm being fair to people. Even if you look at me as being mean, I think that that's okay. I do not disagree with anything that you just said, particularly because you you hit it on the nail. She's mm-hmm. fair. A lot of times when black women put their foot down, they want to get labeled as the letter after Ada ends with an itch. Mm-hmm. But if they're doing that to everybody, then you got to respect them because they are fair. Beyonce had to go back and say, Dad, I appreciate you for what you did. Because while he was probably being very hard on her, look what came out of that. You know, you can't go anywhere in the entire world without acknowledging Beyonce's greatness, whether you like her or don't like her. In this aspect, when you're talking about somebody that has accomplished so much, she didn't accomplish that by, you know, giving everybody a pat on the back. Sometimes you got to put your foot in the you-know-what to get something done. Mm -hmm. That's just the nature of the business. You know, I'm pretty sure there have been times that, 
um, somebody of your caliber who's done great in media and radio, a lot of times you got to put your foot down maybe on, on these red carpets, and sometimes they don't want to give you the kind of respect that you deserve. So when you put your foot down and say, no, I'm not selling for that, then they want to call you the B word. But some mm-hmm. of the other counterparts, they're not going to do that too. So, as you know, I'm, obviously I am not a black woman, mm-hmm. but as a black man, I'm going to stand by y'all. And if you got to put your foot down, go ahead and put it down. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Come on, somebody preach. Somebody up in here preaching. Andy, you wanted to uh, <laughs> you wanted to speak on it? Uh, this is just reminding me of, of Lizzo's situation. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I think being mean, there's a fine line on on what it is to be mm. mean in certain situations like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just I just hope in situations where they are being mean that, you know, they're they're conscious. And I like the fact that she went back to her mom to apologize. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lizzo in her situation probably apologized maybe to some of her, you know, people working for her or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Because I get it. It is the heat of the moment. And sometimes you're you're emotional in that in, in that time. So I just hope that, you know, women and men you know who are in you know positions like that mm-hmm. acknowledge how you know you could be emotional to people and then maybe follow up with the person you know what i mean because you don't know how you made that person that's feel right. after a while that's absolutely just be like correct. you know what i apologize you know i'm just in the heat of the moment mm-hmm. i want to win blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. but you know i value this that and the third and i think everybody will be cool you know what um chris andy made such a great point right there um and and thank you for bringing up lizzo because lizzo is one of those people and i and i think back to kiki palmer who after all of these allegations came out kiki palmer spoke on the lizzo situation and she said why can't both be true why can't sometimes lizzo have been mean and sometimes she is nice both can be true so they don't have to be um mutually exclusive right she's she's saying listen um some and I've I've seen this meme before. Someone said, you know, uh, whatever you heard about me, believe it. Right at some point, if you heard that I was mean, sometimes I probably did have to step into that role. If you heard that I was the nicest person in the world, yeah, I was that too. Because sometimes you do have to play that role as well. But to Andy's point, um, I think just as long as. Um, you you make sure because you want to operate in the greater good for the for the greater good. Uh, you want to go back and talk to people and say, hey, I apologize for how I was acting earlier. But, you know, I do. I want to be great. And, and, you know, I appreciate you all. And I'm just, you know, you know, I want to uh, I want to I want to make sure that everybody is great and doing doing everything that they got to do. Let's go ahead and get to this call from Marcel, who's calling from Los Angeles. Hey, Marcel, with the phone who's ringing. What's up, Marcel? <laughs> That's not me ringing. Oh, somebody's up, ringing. <laughs> Glad you called yeah, in. That was like real perfect quick, timing too, just, right? <laughs> yeah. Man, hey, look, if this world don't start respecting these women, we're not going to be all right, okay? Mm. These women, let put respect on the name, put respect on the title. Boss means you the boss. Mm. There's mean male bosses all over the world, and we don't talk about if they the B word, if they that word. They just a mean boss. Wow, wow. And and 50 Cent could go around here throwing microphones because he's mad at the engineer and hit a fan in the face on accident, and we ain't talking about him. Mm. That w- Let these women be yeah. bosses in yeah. all they right and power of such a title. 
Oh, man. Marcel came up in here dropping mics and whatnot. You know, I happen to agree with you, Marcel. I happen to agree with you. And I think that uh, I think it's it's by it's it's about time that we make way for a lane that black women can operate in a in a with a sort of a masculine dominance and not be considered mean or not be considered, you know, the B word or something like that. I, I think that it's definitely time for that. Um, Chris, your thoughts on that? I do not disagree with that at all from the standpoint of, you know, creating a safe space for our queens to still be who they are and to not under any circumstance diminish them. You know, the reality is we need women, plain and simple. And some women are fine with, you know, just being quiet, reserved. But then you got some women that are bosses that's not going to settle for anything less than the best. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to settle for anything less than greatness. And Beyonce she fits that. She's not going to settle for average. She's not going to settle for just being okay because if that was the case, Beyonce could have stayed in Houston, Texas. But look what she's done her entire career. And anytime you know you hear people talking about how, okay, well, maybe sometimes she's hard to work with, she probably is. But that's because she's put herself to that level of greatness. And with greatness, everybody is not going to get along every single time. You know, there's going to yeah. come moments of hardship. You know, I'm a huge basketball guy. Michael Jordan, I'm pretty sure, wasn't nice to his teammates every time. But guess what? He got him some hardware at the end of the day. Mm, LeBron yeah. James, yeah. I'm pretty sure, is a little yeah. hesitant to work with at times. But guess what? He goes down and scores all those points. And, you know, he's the, one of the greatest of all time and got everybody paid with him. So the reality yeah. of, of it is you got to keep being you. You know what? You made the best point that I was I was actually going to touch on. And, and I thank you for saying it, that who's going to check you? Who's going to say anything when you're winning? You are winning, you know, and you in 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 order to maintain that type of success and those types of really tight knit camps around you, you have to be a certain way. Now, of course, Beyonce seems like a sweetheart to me. She's probably balancing it out well, uh, but it doesn't mean that she will not be mean at certain times. Well, um, let's go ahead and get to um, our news, traffic, and sports. And when we come forward, we were I don't think we're done with the conversation and we have another call that's coming in. So we're going to get to that all on the other side. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker and I'm on The Rob Report. Hey. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're just joining us, come on up in here. Have yourself a good time. We are talking black women, bosses. Are we considered mean? I, you see how I put myself up in there? I said we, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a boss like that. I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> we are having a really good conversation because Tina Knowles, the mother of Beyonce, Knowles says that her daughter can be a little mean at times, especially when she's touring and she's backstage and things are, you know, in, in, a, in a chaotic sort of sense. And she's like trying to snap at people, getting people to do what they, they need to do. She says her daughter can be mean. But I thought that that opened up to, uh, to a greater conversation. And before we go on to our caller, um, I want to uh, thank you guys and uh, remind you, go ahead and like our video, comment, share. And uh, keep in mind, you can watch us on YouTube, of course. You can watch us online. And you can also listen via the app. Or if you are in Los Angeles, you can listen to us on the radio. Why not? Uh, let's go ahead and get to Kim from New Jersey City or from Jersey City in New Jersey. Hey, Kim, how are you today? 
I am doing just fine. First of all, Robin, I love your show. I just discovered you a couple of weeks ago, and I watch it all the time. So, oh, thank you. I'm so you. excited to be talking to you. Oh, you're that's amazing. so great. Welcome. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So, I did see the interview, and the interesting thing to me about the conversation with her mom is actually I appreciated her transparency mm. about her daughter because it felt to me it it really humanized. Beyonce to me in another way, right? Wow. So her fans love her. Uh, we look at her in a certain way. She, see, you know, she has this persona that's really positive and all of those things. Yeah. But from a mom's perspective, from a mom's perspective, mm-hmm. and the way that her mom talked about her, I felt like I saw like the not flawed part, but the real part of her, right? Mm-hmm. So when I look at the context of what her mother was saying and what the conversation was around, if you think of the fact that this woman had 70,000 people who paid $500 per ticket to see her on stage, mm-hmm. she has to come and she has to slay it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think from that perspective, to me, that made all the sense in the world. Um, and I think that when we look at and when we talk about Black women, you know, boss traits and being mean and all of those things. I think that it is really okay for us to have an emotion that we may not, you know, present as being, you know, as happy as other people think that we should be, especially in certain certain, certain circumstances. Mm. If I have a lot riding on the thing that I'm doing and I have a responsibility um, that people are expecting from me, then yeah, I may not necessarily deliver it in the way that you want me to. But I think the very important thing is, is that she did come back to her mom, Mm -hmm. right? She Mm -hmm. recognized the fact that in that moment, she did not, you know, she was a little bit mean in that situation, but she was able to kind of, you know, see that and self-check that. But I think an emotion is an emotion. And I think the labeling of being mean and all of those things, I don't think that's necessarily right because, you know, we do have this persona that black women can do and be one thing, but another type of person can be that same thing, but the label is not the same. So I don't think it's fair. And I think, again, from a mother's perspective and a mother speaking, Mm -hmm. I don't think she was talking about the essence of Beyonce Mm -hmm. as being mean. She was talking about in the moment, in the which moment, to me is sure. completely understandable. Uh, you know what? I mean, th- that deserves a round of applause. Kim from Jersey City just came up in here <laughs> dropping bars. Um, first of all, thank you for I'm so glad that you discovered the Raw Report. And thank you for uh, calling in and giving us your thoughts. I, I totally agree with this. And you know what? The word that you said is just so perfect. It, it was it, she she got she was humanized. You know, Beyonce was humanized. Not many people get to see any other side of Beyonce. You know, we only get to see her uh, her pictures and you see her from afar. She doesn't do interviews anymore. You know, that type of thing. So uh, understanding that it's actually relatable. And like I mentioned earlier, it gives you that sense that, yeah, I can be that, too. I can be assertive and mean at times if that's how you take it. That's that's definitely maybe not how you're intending to be. But if it comes off that way, that should be OK. As long as you circle back around and make sure the ones who are around you know that you appreciate and you love them. Um, Kim, thank you again so much for the call. We appreciate you. And definitely uh, feel free to call in again anytime. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Chris, um, give me your thoughts on this. I mean, I, I love that point that uh, that Kim just made. 
it does humanize Beyonce. Before we could, and just give me a little bit, because we're going to move on to this uh, Quinta Brunson topic. But yeah, let's just uh, tie a bow on this, and I'll give you the last word, Chris. To piggyback off of what the caller just said, I'm glad that Tina Knowles was able to really talk about how, you know, she's still able to tell her daughter something. Like, hey, you're not always right, and, you know, sometimes you can be be that. And the reality is a lot of people, you know, of Beyonce's caliber, they have too many yes men in their corner. They don't have yeah. people that's going to tell them flat out, hey, you're wrong for that. Yeah. Because sometimes what can happen, sometimes, you know, you'll have those people that get so high and mighty, they forget that they are human. You know, they have to wake up every morning, still brush their teeth and things of that nature. They're still human at the end of the day, no matter how talented that they are. Yeah. And it goes to show you that there is not one person walking on this planet that is without approach. Everybody is human. Everybody is going to have their days and mess yeah. up. But because you have somebody like Beyonce's caliber, she is the queen. But even the queen can get checked. And the ultimate person that still can check you, no matter how old you get, is your mom. Yep. Um, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, and, and definitely, I want to give TJ John a shout out over here on YouTube, who she says, I'm a black woman business owner, and I've been called everything but a child of God. I am not mean. I am firm. And my company has a standard that must be met or you have to go. It's a lot. You know what? That is the perfect way, the perfect segue, okay? Um, the perfect way to end this conversation. And shout out to all the women bosses out there. If you are black, um, a woman of color, you are doing the thing. You are uh, you are admirable for how you conduct yourself in your business. So shout out to y'all. Um, Chris, let's quickly jump into this Quinta Brunson topic. I think it's outlandish that people have the the thought fans actually feel so entitled that they can tell a creator of a show. I think you need to do this with your show. And specifically they are asking her to include, to shoot an episode, to film an episode of a school shooting because it has become so normalized and she refuses because she says, I don't want to bring politics, you know, cause I, I understand why she says that she doesn't want th that sort of politic uh, topic to come into her uh, to, to her show. It's meant to be, you know, a funny show. And so what are your thoughts on that? Specifically, just the the fans that have normalized school shootings and they want her to, to shoot it, uh, an episode of it, just because she has a, a, a series surrounding a school. Give me your thoughts. She's not wrong in saying no, because that is something that, you know, we have to remember who this person is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. we, have to, we have to remember who this person is. And, you know, look at her background. Look at all the stuff that she did to get to where she's at now. Mm -hmm. You know, she blew up via social media and now has one of the best shows on TV. Mm -hmm. But she remembers her power. She remembers her voice at the end of the day. And if she is saying, no, I don't want to hit on that because I'm not trying to go, because I'm not trying to go on the political side, I feel like what she's also saying is I don't want to highlight all of this foolishness that a lot of times is going to scar the children and it's going to really traumatize them. And we can't get mad at somebody. First of all, we can't get mad at a black woman that knows her worth and knows her voice, even in a quote-unquote white man's world. Mm -hmm. And for her to say, no, we're not going to go that route, we're not going to do it, I believe that is something that should be respected and commended, especially because she easily could have folded and said, well, I'm just going to give in to what they would like me to do. Mm -hmm. But I feel like anytime you start giving in and start compromising, you start to lose yourself in the process. 
Mm. Ooh, that's a very well said. Uh, and I agree with you on that. I mean, I think there's a fine line of listening to your audience, right? There's uh, that fine line between listening to them and taking uh, some some interest in what they're saying as well as staying true to your roots and what you did and, and the ultimate reason why they liked you in the first place, why they liked your project or your show or your movie or your songs, your music in the first place is because you brought your own point of view. You brought, you brought your own style. And so um, you have to stay true to that in order for people to, uh, to really, you know, uh, appreciate that. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on that because we don't have a lot of time. But I, I do want to mention that recently a Kim's of Comedy tour has been mentioned after um, Kim Coles. Think about all these women, Chris. And, and, I, and I don't know how familiar you are with each one of these women, but Kim Coles, Kim Whitley. Kim Fields and Kim Wayans, they all did a night of comedy together, and they are now considering going on tour, the Kims of comedy. I mean, the marketing is crazy on that thing. What do you think about that, Chris? I'm here for it because it can show how all of them came up around the same time. You know, all of them have had very well and respected careers. I think everybody still knows the theme song to Living Single, and everybody knows the Wayans. Come on, man, from In Living Colors to the Wayans <laughs> Brothers, et cetera. And, I mean, let's just be real, man. To see these women at this stage in their career, at this stage in their life, probably want to collaborate and do something, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Now, to say who's going to be the funniest, well, that's going to be up for debate. But if they <laughs> yeah. were to ever to really, if they were to ever really collaborate and say, come on, let's do it, I'm here for it, man. Y'all go ahead and do that. Make that money. And if they need some people to come and cover it, they should definitely hire Robin and Chris. Just okay. going to put that out there. <laughs> well, I, I like the way you think, brother. I like the way you think. Well, um, here's Just what's saying. interesting. I know, obviously, we had the Kings of Comedy and there was a spinoff, a, you know, a grand idea to do the Queens of Comedy. Um so I, I'm interested to see where this Kims of comedy could go, right? Uh, I, I support all of these women. Now, I'm not necessarily, here is my own disclaimer. This is my own opinion, all right? Uh, KBLA, do not, we do, they do not uh, condone or share the same <laughs> views that Robin Wait, Harris put shares. put that disclaimer out there, Robin. You feel me? Okay. All right. So <laughs> I have a hard time with female comedians, I have a hard time really gut laughing. I'm a I'm a I'm a throw my head back gut laughing type of chick. Like I really laugh. I like belly laugh, like almost annoyingly so. That's how I laugh. I mean, I really do. If you say something funny, I'm busting up, right? Now I understand. Yes, usually men Typically, t- male comedians have gotten me to be that way. Have gotten me to tears. Like JB Smooth has done it. Obviously, the 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 Eddie Murphys and I mean I mean I could go on and on about men who have uh, male comedians who have brought me to tears and laughter but females have not done that for me but that's not to say that I wouldn't fully fully with all my heart do my best in supporting these women if they do go on tour because I think number one the marketing is phenomenal number two they are women they are all black women I am so much behind our women in just doing anything possible to support them to get the word out um, and just you know hopefully 
inspire other other people to do this. So um, you said you'd, you'd be down to go support and watch it. I say I'd be down to go support and watch it. You would cover it. I probably would cover it. So we'll see what happens with it, Chris. <laughs> we'll see. We might meet up on a carpet together or something. Andy? And it's supposed to be stand-up? Stand-up comedy. I'm concerned. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Wait, concerned about the lineup, the I'm four con- ladies? I'm concerned with one of them. Elaborate, sir. Kim Fields. Why? Oh, I, not as funny. No, I just never seen her on a stand-up platform. Oh. I can understand Kim Wayne's. I can understand Kim Cole's. They've all done comedy. Uh, what was the other Kim? Uh, Kim uh, Whitley. Kim, Wh- Kim yes. Whitley. I don't know if I've ever seen her on stage, but she's funny. She's I, funny. I can tell she's funny, but but uh, Kim Fields. Kim I'm just Fields. a little bit concerned. Great actor, funny character. I just don't know about the stand-up platform. I'm Sometimes a bit it may not translate. Exactly. Right? Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Andy's speaking on something. I don't know what y'all think. I mean, I got love for all, and I know Andy does too. We have love for all these women, but can it translate on on tour? I don't know. Um, I think oh. there's only one really big way to find out. They're just going to have to go out there and do it. They're going to have to go out there and do it. That's well said. Uh, before I let you go, Kimberly D. Sumter. Hey, she says, uh, she says, and I expect free tickets because I'm a Kim. I love this. This is great. Uh, she says, these are all amazing women who shine in their own way. And maybe Kim Fields is the host. You never know. That would be cool, actually. That That's a that's a very smart. That's a very smart, uh, smart move right there. Um, Forrest Harrison says some more and Cheryl Underwood make me gut laugh. Okay. I, I, I really enjoyed some more's last, um, her, her Netflix special. I definitely enjoyed that. Uh, Cheryl Underwood, I have yet to see. Well, Chris Gunther, it was a pleasure having this conversation with you. Thank you so much for doubling up on the raw report and calling in a second time. Let everybody, let everybody know where they can find you online, Chris. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Chris Gunther. But as you're following me, make sure y'all go ahead and follow this jewel that we have, this queen and Robin. Robin, thank you so much for opening up your show to a brother. I greatly appreciate it. Peace and love, queen. God bless. Absolutely. Enjoy your night. Thank you so much again. And when we come forward, we will have your who's got next and what not to miss on the other side. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Rob Report. Well, let's jump right into this Who's Got Next. I'm going to try my best to pronounce this correctly, but this is Loiso. Loiso! <laughs> You're so you. Check it out. Okay, that's fire. That's fire. You can't even tell me nothing. I don't even I don't even need to hear no no validation. That's fire. Loiso, you're so you. Wow. I'm feeling that song right there. I'm feeling that song. He's giving me Khalid slash Friday. Yeah, that guy, Friday. All right, that's that's fire. Okay. Listen, I'm telling you this in advance because you want to go ahead and get your tickets. If you are a, a fan of the Wiz, you know the Wiz. You, if you live in Los Angeles, I'm sure this is a traveling uh, production as well. Pre-Broadway Los Angeles premiere from February 13th to March 3rd. So I'm giving you like some some things for real in advance. You want to go ahead and get your tickets because they are coming to the Pantages Theater. I love 
musicals. I love plays. I love productions, live productions. And this is something that we should go and support. Just get out there. Become more cultured, you know. Get out there in the community. Well, anyway, uh, check them out. You can go to the Pantages Theater. Get some um, get some information and your tickets online. All right. You guys have said, 100% of you said that you will, in fact, support the Kims of Comedy. Hosts and comedians. And Kim, who wants to get her free tickets. All of y'all. We supporting all of y'all. Uh, anyway, it's been a great show. We definitely appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much again to Chris Gunther for calling. Two, te- two days in a row, holding it down. We're back with another show tomorrow because it's Friday. You know how Andy's already, I know he's already plotting on how to bring the energy tomorrow. Uh, he's he's already got it on lock, so you don't you definitely don't want to miss it. Uh, you are, you guys already know. Zoe Williams is coming up next, and his show tonight is uh, taking a look at intimate relationships. How close is too close? Oh, you don't want to miss that. I am Robin Ayers, and remember today and every day forward to be a blessing.